You killed me with that. Welcome, welcome to 561 Music. My name's Ben. And I'm Hector. I figured out a way to put a smile on your face. Every, every time, man. Every <laughs> time you start the show with a stupid clap. Yeah, it's, it's like <laughs> totally unnecessary. <laughs> I'm going to keep it in this time. Take it better scene. It's what we're doing. Come and check it out. It's what we're all about. <laughs> so um what's been going on um i've got some fun things i was doing this well i was in england yeah, like a you few days ago mom mom's birthday yeah mom's yeah. 70th birthday how did that go um we had a really nice time actually yeah you wrote a song for that yeah that was nice yeah man. i did if anyone yeah. wants to hear the song that i wrote for my mom's birthday you just go and check on my social media there on the, i think it's on the facebook and yeah. I, 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 yeah, I wrote a song called in the garden and it's only mom. 99 cents a download no i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding it's free <laughs> no she uh i i remember a, a couple of a couple of years ago might have been sooner than that. Mum um, just sort of mentioned something uh, when I was playing like a song about Josh or something like that, being like, "Where's my song?" <laughs> you know, it was just, and it's been in the back of my head ever since then. And so, so this just seemed like a good time, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. nice, nice. And um, well, I had a nice time. I only went for like three or four days, which um, is an incredibly short period of time to cross the Atlantic for, but. It was the right thing to do. I, for the first time when I've gone to England, I didn't feel like I had to just do a million different things. Right. And, you you know, went there just for that and yeah. you relaxed and you had yeah. a good time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I barely picked up my phone, which is unheard of in, yeah. in my world. I know. I messaged you and it took like four hours to get back to me. <laughs> I was yeah. like, he better be dead. <laughs> but yeah, I had a really nice time. Um, on the Sunday, we had a, a like a big meal thing with... Um, Basically, all my parents' friends are, uh, most of them are like the parents of my friends, you know, my right. uh, my first friends. And so um, we had a meal with all those guys, and it was really nice to see them all. And it really kind of felt like going back in time. We had it in this pub in the village we used to live in um, that I spent many formative years <laughs> in. So it was super cool to see all that. And, uh, yeah, I had a really nice time, man. What have you been up to? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> Did you end up going to a gig over the weekend? Yeah, I did. Um, I had, uh, you know, like a rare, rare off weekend from the Killbilly. So on Friday night, I went to go see Spread the Dub. Oh, there you go. Maxie's lineup. That's awesome. Um, that was fun. It's always a good time watching those guys. Yeah. And uh, Marcus was running sound, so he jumped on saxophone for the last set. So that was fun. Oh, sick. Yeah, it was fun. It was That's fun. great. It was fun to watch those guys. I um, Talking of Spread the Dub, Mick um, from Spread the Dub uh, sort of had like a really really beaten up martin with a with a cracked headstock and all this stuff and um i took it to mike paparo who's a, a luthier and uh spent some money on it and i got it completely refurbished so i now have a martin which i'm nice, very happy about. nice 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 and it has impeach bush sticker on it which i just think is hilarious is yes. that all yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that's pretty funny yeah totally yeah i saw the sticker when you were showing me the the guitar and I was like, "What?" <laughs> I know, yeah, it's very funny. Yeah. I, I do, I'm not going to take it off just because it's like a piece of history. Oh, it's hilarious! Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then on uh, Saturday we went to go. Uh, we went to Patty Max and we went to see uh, Andy Styron. Oh, okay, sick. Yeah, it was good. Nice one. Yeah, it was fun, man. So good time. does she play at Patty Max a lot now? Uh, once a month, just like us. Oh, okay. Yeah, she, I, I think that. she played there. This might be her second or third time I think it's her second time she played there once and they loved her and they booked her once a month oh there you go perfect yeah, yeah I can see how she would fit in really well there she yeah I mean and there was like we we were able to get a high top but it was pretty pretty filled up and like you could see that you know a good handful of the people that were in there like know her and were there for her oh nice so, that, so that's good so you, she's really getting a, a oh, buzz yeah. about her yeah no so that's good you know that's good because she was able to fill the place have a good time have a good show, have a good crowd, and then of course Patty Max is full, so they're happy. You know? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it was good. I don't think we've done a podcast since um, we got on Sunfest, have we? Yeah, we, oh, have. we did. Yeah. We already announced it. We announced it. Oh, okay. Well, we oh, well never mind. <laughs> we're playing Sunfest, but we're playing Sunfest. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm pretty happy about that. Um, and any other news? Not really. Why don't we introduce the Boring Brothers? How's it going, guys? Hey, all Hello. good. So it's really nice to have you here. I um, heard about you guys from uh, Ricky, um, who 
If I, we mention Ricky Balouf on this podcast maybe every week because he's in some way involved in something that's going sure. on right here. And um, yeah, he's you know a good friend of ours, and um, and I'm also playing in a band with him now, which is nice. But um, yeah, anyways, um, you're playing a, a gig, right? You organized a gig for you guys. Yeah, uh, it's on uh, February th- or sorry, March third, I think. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, I, isn't it with Young Fiction? I think it's with Young Fiction, Brayton, and uh, another band. I'm that's, not sure if... that's really cool because um, yeah. Young Fiction is Hector's um, son. Mm-hmm. And awesome. um, Brayton, uh, I, I used to be Brayton's teacher. That's so awesome. I, I know all, all you guys. That's going to be a great gig. Brayton's really awesome. Yeah. So a, Young Fiction. Is that one of those uh, Sunday brunch gigs that he does at AAYC? Yeah, it's called like Young Guns, isn't it? Uh, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's fun. <laughs> it's great. So... Um, <laughs> You guys are all brothers, right? We are brothers. That's great. There yeah. is a grand tradition of bands of brothers out there, and I think yeah. that's really, really awesome. Um, if you had to, if you had to pick a, a band of brothers that you would liken yourselves to the most, who would it be? Oh man, that's kind of. Mm. <laughs> or are you just unique? I yeah, honestly, we're just we just have a band because like we all play mm-hmm. the same. We all have the same music taste and like. You know, and we just happen to be brothers. So that's awesome. Yeah. My my brother and I um, played music all through growing up, and we had you know some projects here and there, but um, you know it never ended up being our main thing. But I still play music with my brother, and it's it's one of the best things because you kind of have that unspoken sort of, you know, you. I know my brother so well that I know what he's going to do at any given moment. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. really cool. I is, just, is it just three of you guys in the band, or is it? It's more? yeah. Well, our our we're the core members, and then we have two support members that okay. play keys and bass. Nice, gotcha. Yeah. Nice, that's killer, man. Um, how long have you guys been a band? Since like March twenty twenty two. March. Okay, yeah. so a couple of years. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Um, why don't we get back into the uh, sort of beginnings of you guys playing music? Um, what? And we'll just go around each one of you. And uh, um, yeah, David. Uh, when did you start playing music, and um, and how did it all come about? Were your parents into music? Or? Yeah, I mean, I started playing music when I was about, like, five years old. Um, I started playing drums, and then really right off the pocket, um, I started playing at church. Yeah. So I would play, like, you know, every week. Um, and then, yeah, I just met really cool people and fell in love with it. And um, Nice. Have yeah. you had, did you have lessons? Um, I had drum lessons for a little bit, yeah. Uh, yeah. But I'm, we're all mostly self-taught. Gotcha. So, yeah. Okay, that's cool. What, what about you, Daniel? How, when did you start playing music? Um, hmm. I don't know. I have no idea. But the farthest <laughs> I can remember Sometime is like, in the mists of time. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's pretty early. It's then probably it my dad teaching me a couple chords and then... Okay. But it d- started to develop, like, listen to music that I wanted to play. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, and what about you, Andre? How long have you been playing? Same thing. I don't really remember, but um, he taught me how to play a little bit. Yeah. Ever since I had brain cells. So. That's super cool. So yeah. it's really just been since the year dot. Um, exactly. Do you have music in your family? We do, yeah. my um, Our grandpa is a well-known artist in Brazil, a gospel singer. My mom is also a gospel singer from oh, Brazil. Wow. Cool. Um, so, yeah, that's... Yeah. yeah, that's great. It really goes a long way, you know. Like, If not just because... You know it's possible, you know, and yeah. you know it's a thing to do. Absolutely. It normalizes it a little bit. I've got some music in my family, too. That's awesome. Um, so uh, when it comes to, like, the music that you're creating, mm-hmm. uh, who's writing the songs, or is it like a kind of team effort? Well, go for, for it. For the music, mostly probably me and the producer a okay. little bit. We just chat about it. Cool. But for the lyrics, him... A little bit, producer, like five, ten percent. Okay, cool. Um, wrote us some, but who's not a lot. The, who? Who's the, um, who's the producer? Uh, his name is John um, Johnson. He's from Tampa. Okay. Yeah, he produces. He actually toured with um, Aaron. You know Aaron Gillespie. Gillespie, Gillespie is that what it is? Uh, Gillespie. Gillespie. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah sure. He toured with him. Um, yeah, he was a tour drummer, and then he became a producer, and then he picked us up. Yeah, yeah, wicked. Yeah. Nice one. I, I mean, I, I listened to your tune and, and um, the one you have out, on, I told you everything. And it's, I mean, the production is flawless, amazing. 
Thank you. Yeah, well, where, uh, so you're doing that in Tampa? So. Yeah, we're we're recording in Tampa. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So when when you write, then you 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 kind of come with ideas, and then you go to Tampa, and and you kind of fill the and ideas. We just execute out. Yeah. everything over there. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Okay. What yeah. kind of pre-production are you doing for that? Like, do you have a lot of it done before, or is it like all done when you get there, kind of thing? We have no. I mean, it's like an idea. It's yeah. like an idea, and then we scratch the ones that aren't good ideas, quote unquote. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And then the good ones, also quote unquote. Yeah. Keep. Yeah. So. Oh, that's awesome. Um, when it comes to like writing lyrics, David, how do how do you uh, how do you go about that? What's your process? I I'd say the main thing is like is just heart things like heartbreak and about love and kind of some ideas of love. Um, they come off pretty strong. Like the, our single says, I, she's taking out pieces of my heart. That's like sure. it's pretty straightforward. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just things about life, about like things I've gone through. So that's that's mainly the my, my writing process. That's awesome. When it when it comes to actually putting pen to paper, uh, how would you uh, how how do you go about that? Do you have some kind of system? Um, I'd say I I grab my acoustic or the piano and I'm just kind of like I just start playing chords, and then right after that, actually middle seat, the one that's. Um, it, it was out on Spotify. It's, it's a long story. But right. um, that song came about in like maybe 15 minutes at rehearsal. We just, yeah. it came about, about really quick. Sometimes that's just how it happens, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it just flows right out of you. Exactly. It's great. Yeah. Um, so you're writing the lyrics. You've got the, you've got the, uh, the music being done mo- mostly by your day, and, yeah. and you're all getting it recorded in Tampa. Um, have you ever messed around with any home recording or anything like that? Is that something? Mm, you... Not really. Yeah, that's Just voice memos. Yeah, there voice you go. Memos. Voice memos are really useful, actually. It's a very good so. tool. Yeah, absolutely. My, my phone is just completely jammed full <clears throat> of, uh, of voice memos. Um, are you still like practice? Would you say like, and I'll go around all three of you guys. Are you still like practicing? your instrument these days like do do you do you sit down and like play scales and stuff like that that's a great question um i'd say i've expanded now i'm playing mostly like piano when i'm writing so i don't really practice guitar as much but i did spend a lot of time practicing guitar so like He's he's the one we trust. He's our lead guitarist. (laughs) Do you find do you spend a lot of time practicing then? Um not too much. Right. Like Maybe like an hour a day. Oh, okay, but that's if every then, day then. If that, that's if just that. decent, dude. The you know you'd be amazed. Some people don't yeah. practice at all. But mostly yeah. just from like music that yeah. I like, just play it, and you learn a lot from what you play and what you For like. For sure. So, or just no, lines no. I create in my head and then just put them down. So what kind of um, what kind of music do you like? Um, like bands. Yeah. For guitar inspiration. Probably like some of the calmer stuff. Probably John Mayer. Okay, cool. It's so interesting you hear know, that a lot. Um, there's there's a guy that um, I've been producing recently called Sawyer Reef, and I, he's got to play a gig with you guys. It'd be perfect fit. I'll, I'll, I'll like send you some of his links and stuff because I think you guys would be, it'd be a great send a great. It to Ricky, man, he'll make it happen. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, Andre, are you practicing these days still? Yeah, I am. I mean, you could never get like a limit in drumming for sure yeah. so i definitely study my rudiments get nice better one. and better and i'm young so I'm sure yeah now's, my now's the time yeah yeah, for sure. yeah yeah do you um do you guys have somewhere you can all play together at home yeah we have um a we have room? all our instruments for rehearsals we actually bring sound and we do it in our living room so nice yeah okay um yeah. how often would do you say the band plays together like in terms of rehearsing um, well, mm. once every two to three weeks. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's, a, I mean, honestly, realistically, that's, that, that's enough, like, you know, for our band, I think we're, we're going to try and be practicing once a week now, but we haven't practiced for like a month right. or so. We're like once every two or three months. <laughs> I know, yeah. The next couple of months, though, now we've actually got to, we've actually got to do it. It's pretty bad. We've got to get our heads down. <laughs> totally. The thing is, we play all the time, which is kind of an excuse, but it's not because then you end up not right. putting any new stuff in the set. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. Yeah. So uh, how, uh, like, how often are you guys playing, playing shows? Uh, we usually play once a month. Um, we, we don't take a lot of gigs, like, um, we kind of, 
we're, we've been doing our own thing, kind of. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, it's very easy to uh, populate your your time with with gigs if you want to. You know, people want yeah. to book you left and right. So yeah. you've got to be a little bit careful with that, otherwise you can kind of oversaturate mm-hmm. it. And, mm-hmm. Are you yeah. guys just playing? Um, when you go out and play, are you just playing original gigs, or are you playing like cover gigs? Or no. Well, we. I don't remember the last time we played like uh, a show that wasn't ours like that we kind of put together or we headlined um in the area so we've been playing we play like 90 percent covers and then oh sorry sorry 90 percent originals originals, correction 90 percent originals and then we throw in like one Coldplay song or one 1975 song so how long how long are your sets usually um our sets are about what boys like depends on the day for our home shows like an hour and 10 uh, no yeah whenever okay. we're putting our own shows together it's about an hour and 20 like it's a okay. pretty full length set nice. yeah that's awesome um and when you play shows are you usually playing with other bands or is it not we like the those offers i was telling you about we we've been staying kind of away from um not say anything negative but just doing our own thing really like, gotcha yeah, we're really grateful. There's a lot of people in the scene that have helped. Like when we were starting, they helped us a lot. They believed in us. Wicked. Um, uh, yeah, so like we're super thankful. But at the same time, we're just doing our own thing and kind nice. of staying out of, you know, just kind of doing our own thing. I heard, I heard earlier you were talking about um, you'd um, organized some, some gigs in your backyard when yeah. you got started. So tell us a little bit about that. Well, we did a backyard show last may and we did it in our front yard with the stage with like production and everything and i'd say about 300 people came out in the front and um we got shut down three songs into it super metal yeah yeah. (laughs) um and then and then ever since like people started coming to our shows and like we're like loving the way that we would like do in our backyard and stuff because we really take it seriously like we did like do lights and all that stuff nice one yeah that's a lot of people 300 people in your front yard yeah now these is this like 300 people you guys invited that came or is this no we didn't invite we we invited just showed up people just showed up people like a friend told a friend that told a friend and they just came that's That's awesome awesome. where where do you guys live we live in boca we live right by the beach nice one man yeah that's super cool. Well, yeah. you know, sometimes you can just catch a little bit of a wave with that stuff with, with people coming to your shows. And, and um, you know, and, and if that many people are coming out to see you guys, you just got to try and maintain that somehow. Exactly. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's killer. Yeah. You know, it's so nice to... Uh, every now and again, you see it happen with, with a band, you know, where it's... There's just some kind of zeitgeist where yeah. it just works. You I'll know? tell you, some of the... Some of the um, some of the best shows are like house party shows and stuff. I know. Oh, sure. I know. Uh, my son um, playing with Young Fiction, they do. I mean, they've played some really fun, really cool shows. But um, you know, some of their favorite shows is they go up to Tallahassee. They have some friends up there and stuff that throw these huge backyard bashes, whatever. And they've played. I mean, no kidding. They've played to fifteen hundred people. You know, two thousand people at a party, which yeah. is insane. <laughs> yeah, it's bananas, man. So, um, who's doing your social media? Is it you guys? It's it's mostly me. It's mostly gotcha. me. Yeah, it's, it's it's quite a lot of work, isn't it? It's been it's been heavy. It's been a lot of like traction coming in and out, but we've been gaining a lot of fans from like around the country. So we're really thankful for that. Yeah, yeah. I, I uh, th- we have like someone who helps us with it, Danielle, who does most of the killbillies th- yeah. stuff. But I've been doing it for um, another one of my projects, and and it is just it's brutal. Non, you know, if you're going to do it properly, it's nonstop. Yeah, man. you should hire Danielle for that. <laughs> yeah, maybe I should, yeah. But another I mean, band. She does 561. She does yeah. live music community. You're why right. Not? Why not? <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah, she's pretty smart, man. But, um, yeah, so when it came to promoting this last uh, single, how did you go about that? Um, promoting our single, we actually snippet, we put snippets on Instagram that got a little bit of, you know, like got some views and whatnot. Um, and then we just kind of, uh, like our producer helped us with some marketing and oh, stuff Oh, excellent. Like that. Yeah, it's a lot of work. I, I, I'm literally in the middle of promoting a single right now. And, um, and the, the amount of different things you have to do, like getting it on playlists and yeah. like all that stuff is yeah, it, sure. it, bonkers. Yeah. And it, yeah, just setting up ads on Spotify and on YouTube and on everything. 
Uh, I ended up spending a, a small fortune on marketing, I oh, tell yeah. you. But, mm -hmm. you know, it's like I, I will never see, <laughs> I'll never see that yeah. back. <laughs> it's all good, though. Um, yeah, I feel like in many ways these days, um, having a lot of content and a strong social media presence is not just advised, it's like mandatory. It's you know mandatory. what I mean? Yeah. Like it's almost more important than the music. It, it is, yeah. <laughs> I found that, that people actually, like, they care more about your, about kind of, who we are rather than the music that we make yeah, because they'll 100%. they'll kind of trip on that like they'll trip on it and they'll be like oh they make some cool music as well you know what i mean and well it, it it drives me bananas because people people will look at um you know when they're trying to book you and stuff like that they'll they'll hang their hat on things like you know spotify streams how yeah. many spotify mm -hmm. streams you have it means it means nothing like you can no. be the most amazing yeah. band in the world and people just haven't heard of you or something exactly. or everybody that's you know like your fan base could be yeah. more apple people you know yeah. they're listening to you on apple yeah. music you know it doesn't mean yeah I, that drives sure. me nuts the whole you know spotify streams yeah no i feel you man it drives I hate me it too. nuts you know why it drives me nuts is because a it doesn't matter and b a part of me still thinks it does right no you're right a part of me feels like it doesn't matter and the other part of me when someone posts that they have like a hundred thousand streams i'm like <sighs> <laughs> yeah totally um, I don't know. It's, it's one of those weird things. Yeah. But um, I think that with Boom Beat Your Heart, the thing I just released, I think, I think I'm going to end up with quite a few streams on that because it's such a generic scar tune that it could go straight on a bunch of playlists. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. And sometimes, you, sometimes being very genre is like a good thing. Yeah. You know? Oh, no, for sure. Because Killbillies are a rather um, band. It kind of sits between genres, and it's quite a difficult thing to, yeah. to get on playlists. But if you had to dis define your genre, what would you say it is? Um, I, I'd say, I mean, alternative pop. Okay. Um, yeah, cool. Leaning towards, like, pop rock. Yeah, nice. Staying mainstream for the most part. So when you said you play covers, you, you go with, like, Coldplay in 1975. Mm -hmm. Would you say those bands are like influences on you? Those are one of our main influences, yes. Yeah. Um, For our sound. Is there anyone else that deserves an honorable mention? An honorable mention would probably be John Mayer. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, and the reason why I brought up my um, uh, the person I'm recording at the moment, Sawyer Reef, is because he, when we're like trying to get a sound, we pretty much always go to a John Mayer track like you know 100%. different ones yeah. just because it's you know the, the way it, his stuff is so amazingly recorded yeah. it's just unbelievable it's crazy yeah whether or not you like the music you know and I might not sit down and like listen to John Mayer of an afternoon but I can 100% appreciate the studio quality oh, yeah, you know, for sure for recording sure. quality it's incredible um, so you you were saying before that um, you found the scene to be supportive in the early days. Um, can you elaborate on that? Like, um, what is your local scene? Like, who is that? Um, I mean, I have a a friend uh, from the band Audio Crisis, right? Um, Robert, he he helped us like when we were starting, and kind of give us some support there. Nice. Uh, that's that's who I can really think of right now. But just like other bands and stuff, like yeah, other people yeah. who were just like, oh, because because we didn't have, um, we don't, we never had a punk sound or rock sound. So sure. we came out of the gate pretty like different than everybody else. Yeah, not wanting just being ourselves and like, you know, people started to enjoy that and kind of just um, really helped us. Like you know, we just kind of did our own thing. Well, I yeah. think that's cool, um, you know, because it's at, at your age, yeah, it's more common to kind of be, be a, like a heavier band or, or you know, more distorted or, or kind of punk or whatever. But um, I can see how just having this kind of defined kind of poppy sound right from the get-go would be very attractive to. There's lots of people who, most people like that music, yeah, like yeah. more, yeah. you know. <laughs> like that's the reality of the situation. Um, so yeah, it's awesome, and, and you know, best of luck to you, man. What's the uh, what's going on in terms of uh, more songs you're releasing? So um, you have you have one. What have you got out right now? We've got out um, middle seat uh, live, which was we recorded on a stage, but we you know did overdubs and all that stuff in the studio, and then we have I told you everything, and then on the twenty third of this month comes out uh, leave it here and we're gonna have like nine to ten songs this year every month that's the way to do it man yeah, once yeah, a month awesome. yeah. yeah are you doing videos 
Uh, music videos, we haven't talked much about it, but right. um, we're doing some cool lyric videos that are coming out. Like, we're just doing something really creative with that. Wicked. Yeah. Yeah, um, I've, I really want to do, like, a stop-motion lyric video. That's something I've been dying to do ever since um, we had a guest on. I can't remember who it was, but he had that really cool one where it's like, cut out letters and stuff, and it's all it stop-motion. Wasn't it? It was Ricky. Oh, all right. Okay. It, was, it was the shake. <laughs> There's someone else, too. I can't remember who it was, but yeah, I guess it was also Ricky. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's awesome. I want to make one of those. I'm going to learn how to do it. Uh, um, I'm in the middle of doing a video right now with um, the, uh, my other band, Nina's Yard Party, where uh, we're doing like a Western. That's real fun, like a black and white Western. That's awesome. Yeah, That's having a blast with that, man. I just learned how to use... Um, have you ever messed around with any like video editing software? Uh, it's okay personally, personally <laughs> no, but but you know, like our photographer and stuff, he he definitely. Yeah. Oh, wicked! He's, he's so. So that. you have a photographer? That's pretty. We cool. do, yeah, we do. Since yeah. the since day one. Really? Yep. Since since the first day, uh, Connor, he he shot our shows since literally the first day. So oh, okay, yeah. So um yeah, a little bit of behind the scenes. Um yeah, Co Connor came with you today, didn't he? He's yeah, taking he pictures of you yeah, guys, yeah, and yeah. um he's a very very nice man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, um, so how how old are you guys? Like, how what, what's the ages there? Eighteen, sixteen, fifteen. There you go. Good stuff. Man, it makes me want to say things like "When I was your age. right, right, exactly, <laughs> exactly." <laughs> oh, that's really cool, man. So, um, I guess at this point in time. Probably wouldn't be a bad thing to have you uh, play some songs for us. Does that sound good? Yeah, let's do that. Let's do it. One, two, one, two, three. Mm. I told you everything about me. So I couldn't figure you out When are you gonna let me know? I turned my back when I shouldn't have It cost me everything I had When are you gonna let me know? And does she know? She's taking out pieces of my heart Why does she send arrows in the dark? She's taking out pieces of my heart And I can't save her now The room's filling up and she's gone Why did you leave me alone? She's taking out pieces of my heart And I can't save her with all the sleepless nights we had I think about her, no regret When are we gonna let her know? Should I stay a little longer? Because I feel our time has passed Should I stay or should I go? Found my way through your darkest night. I cannot stay, or else I'll be left behind. Kept my thoughts from her as long as I could. Will you catch up to me, my love? Does she know she's taking out pieces of my heart? Why does she send arrows in the dark? She's taking out pieces of my heart And I can't save her now The room's filling up and she's gone Why did you leave me alone? She's taking out pieces of my heart and I can't save now And I can't save now oh, oh. 
Do you feel safe with me? I see you can't stay away from me Hard to forget the taste you left How do I got me busy Cause I know it'll be in the back of my head You forgot who you were missing But I know this love was a bullet to my chest And now it's got me busy And do you feel safe with me? I see you can't stay away from me hard to forget the taste you left how do I leave all these things all these things We are also sponsored by Oasis Root. Now, Oasis Root Carver Bar is in Seagrape Square on Indian Town Road. And it is a carver bar. If you don't know anything about carver, it's a Polynesian root that you grind up and you mix with water. And it has been in Polynesia for potentially thousands of years. It's, a, it's an old thing that um, they used for kind of ceremonial and also... Um, sort of ledger purposes it's meant to be something where you know that brings people together um you will take a, a shell of carver and chink them together and say bula and have it together like that it's meant to be something to bring people together it's uh has a kind of an effect which is i guess a kind of a slightly warming effect and uh, it just kind of makes you feel a, a, a nice it's not particularly intoxicating it's not like drinking alcohol so the atmosphere in a carver bar is sort of like um, a cross between a regular bar and uh, a coffee house. It's pretty chill in there. Um, you get all sorts of different types of carver bars. Some of them are more like a club, you know, this sort of like black light and EDM playing. And some of them are more like a cafe. This is one of the cafe type of ones. It's it's super chill in there. If you're looking for somewhere to, I don't know, maybe go and do some work on your laptop or go and have a chat with friends, it's perfect for that kind of thing. There's a foosball table in there if that's your jam, or baby foot as they call it in France. And uh, yeah, Jim, the owner, is a really cool guy and he has very kindly sponsored our podcast. So thank you very, very much for that, Jim. They also do a poker night in there, all sorts of things going on at Oasis Root Carver Bar. 561 Music is sponsored by Live Music Community. It's where we film the podcast that you're listening to right now, and it's also where I work. 
Gavin, Hector's son, was a student here for a long time. And in many ways, he's the musician he is today because of the teachers at Live Music Community. We taught him not only about his instrument, but also about being in a band. And his band, Unemployed Youth, accomplished a lot of goals, mostly band etiquette, how to work together, and all of the nitty-gritty that goes into being in a band on a day-to-day basis. The student signs up for lessons, learns their instrument, joins a real band, and decides the direction it goes in. And we can take people from very young age, you know, six or seven years old, all the way up to 80. You know, there's no age limit here. Um, We've run an adult program for people who want to be in a band as adults. But really, the main focus is on the on the kids and getting them playing together and in bands. Um, We are also a studio, a live stream venue, and we can record audio or video. The Killbillies live album, Warts and All, was recorded here. It was recorded during a live stream that we did during COVID. Justin had a great idea to record live streams during COVID. A ton of bands came in and it was a real success. Um, But outside of that, we can record albums. We can help you with your EPK. And we have full audio visual capabilities here. LMC is in Palm Beach Gardens on the northwest corner of Military Trail and North Lake Boulevard. It's north of the gas station right before you get to North Lake on Military Trail. And if you go to livemusiccommunity.com, you have all the information you'll need right there. Thanks. All right, so uh, we just listened to some uh, some ads there, the last one being um, for Live Music Community, which is where we are sitting right now. It's a school and a studio and um, a space for people to come together as um, musicians. So um, it's only appropriate that we uh, ask you guys... Uh, do you have any advice for upcoming musicians? I appreciate your upcoming musicians yourselves, yeah, but yeah, do you have yeah. any advice? Uh, you you wanna? Um, I don't know. Play what you like, I guess. Well, that's yeah. important. Play what you like, unless yeah, yeah. it's like the craziest fusion jazz weirdness. Then don't play what you like. But <laughs> 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 you know, I just had a conversation. That reminds me of something. Just had a conversation with this kid last week. Um, that was very much like that. I was like, just follow your heart, man. And then he told me what following his heart was, and I was yeah, like, oh. and you're like, don't follow <laughs> your heart. <laughs> don't do it. Don't maybe don't. Maybe. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Hector, uh, didn't you have a question for those lads? You just said in the break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were talking in the break. I was asking you guys, like, um, you know, I know you started with drums, and then mm-hmm. you moved to, to guitar and stuff, and then you're playing guitar and you're playing drums. Um, you know, was was the instrumentation choices based on things you wanted to do or things or was it more like, hey, you know, the band could use a drummer. I'm going to be a drummer now. Or the band could use a guitarist. You know, I'm going to be a guitarist now. Like, is that how it worked out or did you guys just kind of pick what you wanted? I think uh, before we even started the band, we were playing as a band at church. Yeah. OK, so we were we were already getting like pretty tight between us three and um I just dropped drums because I was tired of it, and then I was like, I was like, you know, I want to sing and I want to, um, want to play guitar. Then like really worked yeah. hard for that. So you'd be yeah. surprised how many, how many bands. We we were just talking about this before we started that you know we we've been doing this podcast for three years every week, so we've had you know, a hundred and fifty guests on here or something like that. Yeah, um, you'd be surprised how many people come on here and say that they got started playing in church yeah and that yeah and that that they just got really good playing week after week after week and that's just where it all sparked from totally and you know regardless of how you feel about all that the fact is that um it can be a great place to learn how to do music fantastic place i did um i did a uh a lot of choral singing in church when i was a kid and that taught me how to sing in harmony you know yeah for sure that's awesome yeah man i was um most the most fun thing i ever did with that is we we got to go to Venice one time, like with the with my school, but it was kind of like the 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 um, religious music that we did at the school, at the Palestrina and stuff like this, old, old um, like sort of sixteenth century choral music. We went and sang in Venice. It was so much fun, dude. Man, if my school band got to play like in the food court at the mall, like it was a big deal for us. We were like, yeah, this is awesome. We get a day off from school. It was, it was so lame, so lame. Um, but you were just saying, uh, you know, fun, uh, fun thing. So um, uh, why don't we ask them what's the, uh, what's the most fun or craziest thing that's happened? Uh, yeah. Show? You got anything crazy that's ever happened to you to um, Yeah. And uh, we played Colorado, uh, I think June of last year. And we, 
it was like it was like a 400 cap room and we kind of it was almost out the door um oh, man. and it was kind of crazy like one of the two things that happened that night um my guitar i was playing this really nice d'angelico lefty and the string broke in the middle of our set and then my buddy had a, a righty guitar. Yeah. So I grabbed his righty guitar, I flipped it, there you and go. just played regular chords. Jimi Hendrix style. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, after the show, like few a few people came and talked to us, and this one guy, he came to shake my hand, and he like threw up all over me. Oh man! So this is like obviously starstruck or something. Yeah, I was like, I was like, dude, like, like. It's, it's not a compliment anymore, you know, you just do it. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. So you can play um, a left-handed guitar or a right-handed guitar left-handed? Yeah, I can do both. I, I, I play better lefty, like with a left-handed guitar, but yeah. I've learned to do both. I have tried. Um, I have tried to do it the other way around just to see if I could. And it's, it doesn't, <laughs> doesn't come naturally. It doesn't it's go pretty, well. It's pretty difficult. Yeah, I'm very right-handed. But, um, yeah, my dad is left-handed, and he always says um, that... Uh, Something like left, left-handed people generally are sort of more capable because they're living in a world that's switched around, so they have yeah. to sort of think more about every every single thing. But apparently, also don't live quite as long because <laughs> it's so stressful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure if that's true or not. Uh, um, I wouldn't be worrying about that if I was you, though. You, yeah, yeah, you yeah, got a long time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> long time. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, so yeah, why don't we um, get into uh, what the songs you just played us are about? Yeah, so um, I think the first one is I Told You Everything. That one uh, kind of, we weren't broken up yet at the time, but I was in this really bad relationship. And I started writing the song and it came really naturally. Then I realized I need to break up because I was like, the song is coming like too naturally. Like she's taking out peace of my heart, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And that song was super straightforward. It's just about, you know, heartbreak and like, um, that, you know, when you're in a bad relationship, you can't save the other person. That's another lyric in there. Yeah. I can't save her now. Sure. Um, yeah, that one. That's awesome. Um, yeah, what, what, what else have we got? We have Middle Seat, which was the second one. Middle Seat. Middle Seat. No, seat. Seat, gotcha. yeah. And then uh, that one's just about being in the middle of a situation or, like, kind of just being lost and being in confusion. The, the bridge is... Uh, all I know is I can't find myself. Right. So it kind of explains that you're in the middle and you're looking to the left and the right. You're like, I'm stuck here. Yeah, I gotcha. Yeah. Purgatory. Exactly. Right. And then um, this last one that we played, The Morning, um, that one's more of a sweet song. Uh, the chorus is like, do you feel safe with me? I see you can't stay away from me. It's like just kind of bringing somebody in, whether it's a friend or like, you know, any kind of relationship. Just like a sweet song to, uh just kind of acknowledging like the love of for, of another person, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, nice. sure. Yeah. Is there anything in, when it comes to the kind of uh, musical content that you think's worth uh, mentioning about any of those songs? Any in- weird decision you made or anything like that? Um, so the the middle seat riff started out how it was, like how it's released now, but we're releasing a revamp of it, which is kind of like like a like kind of like a rock and roll intro. Then it goes to this like ambient pop. Oh, and just nice. kind of, yeah. Wicked. Have you guys ever done any uh, remixes of your songs or anything like that, like dance remixes or anything? No, but I, we, we love house music. Like, that's yeah. like I'd love to remix a song to house. That'd be awesome. No, totally. It's um, with what um, the band I was in before I moved to the US, Sonic Boom 6, we'd always, we'd always remix our albums and everything and have send it out to like drum and bass and house producers and stuff. It was a lot of fun, dubstep yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you should definitely do that. And what, an interesting thing that I saw um, a band do, quite a few bands do um, recently, is a release the song, mm-hmm. Underworld just did it, which Underworld is like a 1990s like kind of techno house mm-hmm. thing. But... Um, they released their new single, but then they just released the acapella like as the B-side. So it's just the vocal and nothing else. That's just, funny. Yeah, it's a pretty fun idea because then like anyone can remix it. You know, we should do a drum and bass Kill Billy's like song. Like, yeah, take one of our songs and remix it. Well, I, I think just having the acapella as a B-side is a really really cool idea. You know, we could just do that. You know, I'd do Kill Billy's acapella would sound better. It's kind of naked though, man. Like I don't know, like stripped down. Yeah, they can, they can find all the little little flaws in it. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? It's flawless. Yeah, that, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Yeah. Wicked. Um, 
So I think the next thing is we need to take a look at um, some gear that you brought. You have a you have a, a pedal board, I believe. It's Dan's pedal board. Um, can you tell us a little bit about what you got going on here? I recognize a quite little a lot bit, of things. A little bit of everything. Yeah, for two. sure. Yeah, go on. It's got two overdrive, one distortion, boost, a Qtron, if you guys know what that is. Mm-hmm. It's like an Ottawa. Got a delay. I love the delay. So you got reverb. the classic. Uh, you got the classic combo of a, a tube screener and a clone clone. Yeah. Which is uh, what I have on my board too. Really? Yeah. Um, I don't have that exact clone clone, but I've got. I, I've got. They're the, all like the same. Exactly. I've got a, yeah. a tumness, a wampler tumness. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. I got. I got a tube screener on there too, though. Um, and I own that reverb pedal too. That was on my board for years. Um, and. I very nearly bought that delay the other day because they're selling them over at um, Jupiter Music. Didn't you have yeah. a dark matter there for a little bit too, or no? That wasn't me. I, what? What is dark matter? What does it's that a do? TC it's a electronic distortion. Oh, it's distortion. It's not great, but right. it kind of sounds good because because it's, it's not great. Yeah, I know. What you right. Mean. It's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Like Crunch, trashy crunchy. Yeah, it's like trashy, <laughs> but like kind of good. So. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, man, you got you got everything you need on there. I. Uh, I never really is so using that as a volume swell or as like a wah. Uh, volume. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I guess with your style of music, because it's kind of this sort of lush and and kind of at certain points kind of ambient. I can see how volume yeah. swell would be really it's good useful. with a slide. Yeah. It really just good swells with a slide. in like chords and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Wicked. Yeah. Nice one. So, um, when you're recording, uh, when you're doing the. Uh, recording the, the your songs to put out mm-hmm. like um how are you re- how are you recording the guitars are you using plugins or are you micing up um, amps we do plugins and then the pedal board as well yeah okay but yeah no delay on the pedal board normally because it gets screwed up in the track mm-hmm. sure but yeah well, like I, I suppose unless you're really going for a slightly out of out of time delay it's a lot yeah. easier to do it on yeah the, of course because yeah, yeah. it's perfect yeah totally yeah I I don't know. I'm I'm kind of in two minds about that because I sometimes I, I like the imperfections, you know. Yeah, of course. But then the one thing, the problem is that if you do it and then you change your mind about it, there's nothing you can do. Yeah. So. yeah. Can you hear this? Probably a stupid question. I should probably know the answer to this. But when you're recording and you're using, um, you're not using the pedal board for the delay. You're using plugins. Yeah. Can can you hear that delay while you're playing? Yeah, you can do that. Using the problem with um, unless you've got like a a good a really good setup. It you, you, the thing you got to worry about with that stuff is latency. Okay. So sometimes it'll just yeah. be like a little bit out. I was just curious because if you're yeah. listening to it and you're just hearing just just those notes yeah. without the delay, that yeah. could be yeah. really awkward. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you you know? put like a little bit of delay. Okay. And then you put it more on yeah. the actual track. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes we record without delay with some nice reverb, and then our producer kind of edits some delay on there. Yeah, okay. sure. It's kind of like yeah, yeah, fair enough. No, totally. The um, yeah, but the answer is. If you have a really really good computer and you're not running many other plugins, you can you can have the 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 plugin that you want on the guitar and it kind of just sounds like as if you were using a pedal. Yeah. But then the more stuff you got running and you know if the computer isn't amazing, then it, it just starts to get more and more lazy. Sure, sure. Yeah, which is something that drives me nuts. I don't know if we'll uh, one day we we'll won't have to worry about that quantum computing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, um, so uh, what have you guys got coming up? Um, we have this festival that we're playing also on the release date of the song at a Meyer Amphitheater. Yeah. Uh, so it's that big amphitheater in, um, it's, um, I think it's, is it the main yeah, uh, stage for, yeah. for Sunfest? Yeah. Uh, it's one. It's one of it's two one stages. Of them. Yeah, yeah, one of two stages. Yeah, one of two stages they have. Yeah. they have that stage, and then they have the big forge stage that'll be on the opposite yeah. side. Which is yeah. the oh, the Meyer Amphitheater is the one, the big stone thing. Isn't it? Yeah, it's the yeah. amphitheater that's right down, right off Clematis there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Obviously, yeah, Bradley's coming. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That we're really excited about that because it's our first amphitheater show, and like it's a big dream I think for all of us. And yeah. to play at this age there is like pretty cool. It's super cool, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. excellent. What's the What's the festival? It's called Good Days Only Festival. Okay. It's um. Yeah, it's like some, it's some CCM artists, some big CCM artists, which is like Christian contemporary. But um, right. since we're kind of in that like, uh, not seen, but where people know about us over there, they sure. c- they invite us to play 
So we're super excited about yeah, that. It's awesome. gonna be awesome. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And that's just a big downtown West Palm Beach thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a big, it's a big amphitheater. Oh right. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, yeah, I knew the amphitheater. I just hadn't heard of the festival. But I'm gonna look it up. Mm-hmm. Sounds really interesting. We'll give you backstage. Yeah, there you go. We get Killbillies. I don't know if Killbillies is allowed to play Christian festivals. Mm-hmm. Probably not. Probably <laughs> <laughs> not. <laughs> but um, yeah, cool, man. So um, anything else we should know about what's going on with the, with the releases you got coming up? Um, in terms of in when they when it's happening. So, uh, so February twenty third, and then we both have a birthday in March, so we're gonna put our third one in between our birthdays. Oh, nice! And then we have April, May, and then we're we're thinking. Uh, I don't want to say this too early, but I'll pretty say much it. every month. P- pretty much every year. month. Then we're gonna drop an EP probably at the end of the summer. Okay. Yeah. Or or the s- year. End of the year, probably. End of the year. <laughs> yeah. end of the year. Yeah. He's yeah, like, the, whoa, whoa, whoa. The, the end, end of the year. <laughs> Calm down. It's amazing how quickly a month comes up because I, my plan with Nina's Yard Party, the, the Scar band I've been doing, was to release um, a tune a month. But it's like, it's difficult when it, because the thing I'm doing is like a big collaborative project. Yeah. And just trying to get, at the moment, I'm trying to get footage of everyone who's in it so I can finish this video. And I'm just stuck waiting. With, yeah. Thumb up my ass, wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pain, yeah. yeah. But, <laughs> so good. I might end up releasing one without a video just to fill the gap. I don't know. Yeah. And we'll see. Um, yeah, cool. Well, have we got anything we we got coming up? Well, I mean, I mean, there's you know, there's this little thing called Five Six One Music Festival. Yeah, but other than true. that, I mean, yeah. It's no Why do you deal. talk about that a little bit? Then? Um, yeah, man, Five Six One Music Festival. It's uh, it's in its uh, third year. Um, it's at Matthews Brewing uh, in uh, Lake Worth, and. Um, we have, as usual, we have uh, 20 bands for $10. And the lineup, if you bear with me for one second, the lineup is uh, Blabscam, Young Fiction, Killbillies, 33 Lions, Little Things Duo, Suicide Bombers, At the Starlight, Exigent Band, Mad Mellow Music, Bear Maze, Killed by Florida, Butch and the Fat Dubes, Bitter Blue Jays, Sue Peculiar, Mount Sinai, Andy Styron, Smoke Boss Militia, Billy Doom is Dead, Brayton, and Ambush. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. There's so uh, many bands on that that I just love. I'm really, really Yeah, happy. no, it's awesome, man. It's uh, 20, 20 bands, uh, two stages. Um, we're going to do the same thing we did the first two years, which is 10 bands on each stage. And while one band is, you know, the bands, the, the stages are opposite. So you're facing one way, you're watching a band, and while that band is playing, the other band's setting up. And as soon as they're done, you turn around and the other music starts. And it's Whoa. back and forth all day, all day. It starts at noon, ends at 11. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, so it's all day, man. It's fun. It's a good it's a good time. Um, and just like all the other years, we're trying to keep the cost low to, to make it accessible for everybody. So $10. Uh, $10 gets you in the door. $25 gets you a ticket and a T-shirt, which saves you the, the ticket $10 price, basically, because sure, T-shirts yeah. are 25 when you get there. Um, and, um, yeah, we've been fortunate enough to have a bunch of sponsors already this year on board. So, yeah, um, yeah I just wanted to take a second to thank uh, Oasis Root and Cava Bar, <laughs> Live Music Community, a Galliana Family Salon, Rain, Rain Cat Recording Studios, uh, The Shirt Series, Backsavers Chiropractic, Law Offices of Steiner Green and Finer, and Matthews Brewing, of course, where where the uh, event is at. So and yeah. um, and I believe that we have a couple more that are uh, getting ready to pull the trigger for yeah, sponsorship. Yeah, without well, whom so. we couldn't have done it. So thank yeah. you. So yeah, much. I mean, realistically, you know, I mean, we we uh, at the end of our first year decided we wanted to do a festival, and we said, hey, let's do a festival. And then the reality set in of how much it actually costs to do a festival. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's not free. It doesn't happen. You know, for three dollars. So yeah. I wish we could put it on for free, and and you know just let everybody in for free but unfortunately we have to cover the cost so that we uh so that we have wives to go home to that don't want to kill us yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) um but but yeah man uh 20 20 bands ten dollars two stages you can't go wrong it's very exciting i mean that's you know and then in terms of killbillies this weekend what are we doing we We got a lot of stuff coming up don't we we're playing um the Irish Brigade. Irish Brigade on Friday, yeah. and then we have a private event in uh, Winter Park on Saturday. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Um, Irish Brigade is a new one for us, um, and it is... It's a blast. ...such a relief to find somewhere in Lake Worth that works for us. It's been it's, so long since we played in Lake Worth. Yeah. It's been so long since I played in Lake Worth. Yeah, I used to you know, have regular gigs there. South Shore Tavern, I used to play there all the time. Yeah. And, and a couple of other places. But there just hasn't been a new home for Kilbillies for years. Mm-hmm. And we found it. So thank you very much, Irish Brigade, because uh, yeah. you've really filled that sort of that weird 
nowhere in Lake Worth for his problem. It's perfect. You guys doing a square group for Saturday, or that's not this weekend? Uh, yeah, week? that'd be the, the weekend after. The next weekend, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, that's what Kilbillies is doing. And um, there's some uh, exciting news about Nina's Yard Party, but I think I'm going to hold off on that until the next week. So I would. Figure it out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's some, some cool stuff going on with that. Um, uh, Kilbillies. Um, you know what? I'm going to make the announcement for Kilbillies. Yeah. You, right. have, you have no idea what I'm talking about, do you? Nope. Okay. But you'll know. <laughs> um, so as everybody knows that we're, you know, we're playing uh, Sunfest. So um, we put out an album pff, oh, no, that. No, okay. about, a, about a year ago, yeah, no, November yeah. of 22. Yeah. Um, so, um, you know, we've uh, we've been pushing that album and, uh, and you know, pushing that music and stuff. And um, But we went on tour uh, last October. And yeah. while we were on tour, we had a few days to kill and we were in our Airbnb and we sat down and we wrote a whole bunch of new songs. Yep. So, um, we've been working on that stuff and trying to, you know, trying to refine it and everything. And I think what we're going to do is we're going to record one of those songs and we're going to release it on the day that we play Sunfest, May, yeah. May 4th. We'll release exactly. it that day and that'll be the first time we play it live and it'll be fun. And we're all d- incorrigible science fiction nerds. So it's a perfect date to release that. Absolutely. Yeah. May the 4th. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it is a little cheesy at this point, but still, you know, it's a wonderful I'll take thing. It. I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take it. So, yeah, so be on the lookout. New uh, new Kill Billy single, May the 4th. Yeah, man. And now that I've said it, we have to do it. Oh, God. It, it, it's, getting, it's getting done. It's, it's getting done. It's out there now, so now we have to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, well, listen, fellas, Boring Brothers, thank you so much for coming Thank on. you, guys. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're charming, not boring at all, and we had a really, really nice time. Thank you. Thank you so much. much. Wicked. Yeah, appreciate it. See you later.